it's come to this. A madman episode, right? One dude in a microphone. Fuck, man. You know, I've, uh... <laughs> like, where do, where do you even start? Like, like, do you try to start, like... Like, just start telling jokes. You try to start being deep and, uh, you know, introspective. Like, like, it seems kind of... Like a hack job. Hackneyed, I think that's the word. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But, um... You know, the, uh... I think one of the points of podcasting is, uh, is you know, it's all about the art of communication, right? And it, it kind of starts with ourselves. If you're not in touch with yourself, then you're, you're not going to be confident with who you are. You're not going to be able to evolve past uh, a group identity or stand on your own two feet. And... No, nobody, nobody else is going to be worth worth ye, um, worth your time, nor you theirs, if you're not being honest with yourself, you know. And uh, try to be honest with how you represent yourself. And you know, the old, the older I've gotten, and the more that I've looked back on, like all the all the all the friends I've mistreated, and so, in some cases lost, and you know, some sometimes uh, some of those lost friends are. It's just what happens over time. Sometimes it was my fault. You know, I dropped the ball. Uh, and, and other times they, they weren't really my friends at all. You know, and like, um, from from looking back and seeing I, like all of my shortcomings, you know, like all the, all the time I've squandered, um, all the opportunities I've squandered. When I, you know, when I was younger, I thought I knew everything. I thought I thought I was great, no matter why. I, did. I thought I was an exception to the rule. Life teaches you that is not so. Um, you know, uh, you know, humble thyself <laughs> is pretty sound advice. Um, and through the whole this whole podcasting experience, I've you know, I've learned a lot about that. Um, you know, it, it kind of just started with uh, you know with an experiment. It's it's easy it's easy to do when you've got really charismatic uh, people in your life that you know they they also they like to converse and they like ideas and they value individualism which I do as well and I I hope that the the folks that I have on this show kind of what's the word I'm looking for yeah for lack of a better term it enhances you know what I'm what I'm trying to do. Like through podcasting and like all the like I don't go back and like listen to the episodes. I mean I do in parts when like you know I'm getting clips or cleaning up the audio to you know prep it to load it. But like I I don't I don't go back and like listen to many of the episodes. Um, but <laughs> I think in part it's just because like all, the little snippets I'll hear of it I'll be I'll be, I'll be like uh yeah I sound like a horse's ass. <laughs> But um, you know, it's which is kind of weird because it's not that like it's about like the the sound of your own voice or anything like that. Because I mean, you know, for those for those who know, I'm you know I make music, and like I you know I like I like the music that I make, and so like I'm at least I thought I was I was I was over that um, that naked feeling of hearing your own voice, you know. Um, but you. Uh, I guess I've I've just the more episodes I do the 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 better I feel I get at it, and like I've I've told a a fair amount of the guests that they had some trepidation before coming on because you know to to be frank with you and uh, this isn't me you know toot my own horn or anything like that but it's it takes a fair amount of testicular or ovarian fortitude. To come on a podcast, and and that even goes uh, for you know the uh, the friends and guests of mine that have been on that have used uh, aliases or you know mononyms or what what whatever. Like it's like it's still like you you're kind of putting yourself out there, and I think the the biggest fear is like you you don't want to sound like a horse's ass, you know. Um, I think luckily I've uh, <laughs> I've screwed up. Uh, enough in life and look like a horse's ass and uh, so many times already 
that I'm uh, I'm not I'm definitely not numb to it. You know, like I still get my feelings hurt and whatnot. I still have you know regret. But um, you know, you uh, I don't know. I've you you kind of get used to it. You know, you get used to um, being able to talk your ideas. Uh, I I think as long one well one I th- I think it helps that you know when you do talk your ideas out loud, you kind of you kind of can work some problems out. You know, at least it, it it really helps with me to um. If something's on my mind, it's stressed me out. It's troubling. If I just speak it aloud, or even if I'm like like so happy and gr- like grateful and like having a great day, and like the company around me is just like giving me a great day, like just speaking it aloud, like it like it it does something. You know, there's there's a power with words, and I, and I think we might have lost that over the um. You know the 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 decade plus or so we become reliant on uh, social media and and rhetoric and a text format in order to convey uh, emotion and feelings. Like <laughs> I've joked with people before that generations from now, if if the conversation and the verbal communication dies, and all, and all we have are the the limited uh, uh, characters. Uh, you know the uh, character lengths. There you go, and um, you know, text speak through a keyboard. If that's all we're, how we're communicating. Then dare I say that you know years down the line, people won't laugh, ha ha, hearty har har, with that sound. They'll, you know they'll they'll like audibly they'll make like lols and lamals. You know like like, and that's. It's it's weird to th- it's weird to think about. Now I, I don't really think it's gonna get that to that degree, but it could. It totally could. Um, what was I talking about? See, this is this is uh, equally as difficult when it's just me. Seven minutes. I've been talking seven minutes or so, and it feels like I've already been talking for at least half an hour. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> the um, I forget why we were talking. Well, anywho, about like podcasting and like revealing yourself. You know, it's kind of similar to like being on stage, right, and performing in front of people. Now, whether that's that's music or you're a a, a thespian, and uh, you know you're uh, on the or is a thespian thespian. Sorry. Sorry, sorry for all my thespos out there, and you know you're on the stage and whatnot. But to perform in front of people, people that do public speaking or PR work, um, you kind of you kind of tap into something, right? Uh, almost like you tap into a character where you you can't if you turn on the way the way I feel about it is if I turn on the normal part of my brain instead of the focused the character part of it, right? And I'm on stage. Then I'm gonna like flub my lines or miss my note or you know uh, 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 pluck the wrong string you know a myriad of things. Um, it's kind of like if you're playing music and you start to th- think about it too much instead of just letting your muscle memory take over. You know you you'll start to like it'll start to sort of crumble uh, as you start to um, uh, build it, which you know you don't want. Um, so like being on stage and performing is akin to podcasting insofar that it, it's kind of like, okay, so imagine imagine you're on stage, right? And there you are as, as you feel right now, okay? So in your current mood, it's like, it's like nope, you're, it's your time. You're up. So now you're, you're set to be on this stage for 20 minutes, right? Let's not even say that it's like 45 or an hour plus set. You're just on there for 20 minutes, you know? All right, so now imagine that every person you've ever known, living or dead, is now in the front row, right? And you're naked on stage in the... Even if you're in great shape now, let's say you're in the worst... Imagine you in the worst shape you've ever been, and that's you. Now you're on stage naked in front of all these people. Uh, Every person that uh, you had a crush on that you never... Uh, uh, you know, got to got to seal the deal with. They're they're all in the front row as well, like front and center. And there you are, naked, having to jump rope and play a kazoo 
Now, I'm not saying that's part of my act. I'm just saying that, you know, this this is what it feels like, you know, to do something incredibly awkward in front of all these people and to reveal yourself in that manner. And, like, it's something where most people are like, why in the hell would I want to do that, right? Because, like, we're so guarded. We're so guarded with what people think of us. And uh, to go back to the character uh, uh uh, limitations on communication and whatnot. You know, there, there's like no room for the nuance anymore in our discussions, man. And like, I, I used to be guilty of the same type of mindset where I would think that the the only reason why somebody could disagree with me on something that I found to be um, uh, vitally important, socially important, politically important, historically important, whatever. And for them to either disagree or not find importance with it, I, you know, I, I thought it was sinful, for lack of a better term. And not in like a, you know, a biblical or Quranic sense of, you know, a sin against, you know, God or anything. But that it was, it was just like, it was wrong. You know, that I, I was in the right and, and therefore they had to be wrong because I'm a good person and I choose out of, you know, you know, virtuous reasons and all all this stuff. So, like all these things, they're they're more or less they're marketing campaigns, right? That they've that they've sold to us. They're ideological marketing campaigns, and a, a really uh, uh, <laughs> I guess you would call it popular. I don't think it's necessarily popular. I think again, it, it's it's programming, right? It's marketing that we're fed to to make us think that's popular. Is this notion of like fringe ideologies? Are the norm, and that um, you know uh, things like uh, insurgency, you know, insurgency being the uh, undermining or removal of a democratically or constitutionally elected government, right? And these things are totally going on in America right now, and that these are these are okay, these are okay. What's that's going on? This lawlessness. Um, oh my! It's so baffling to me that like I I see I see uh, so many people that are like friends of mine, and I try not to even like post too much rhetoric on Facebook anymore, just because I I feel it's not contributing. Like I'm not contributing anything that way to to the conversation, to society, to my network at large or at small. If that's how. Lowbrow, your puns want to go, but um, yeah, it, it, it's I'll, I'll I'll see friends of mine that like they're just they're getting into like these like you know debates with people and rhetoric, and I guarantee you, guarantee you, if 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 instead of you know typing all your no offense all your angry bullshit out like into a social media app and you just sat down and talked with somebody like talk with your brother and your sister like like that's like we're we're all we're all in this shit storm together people all of us and while the allure of insurgency and burning the fucker down to start again seems really enticing it's only enticing because it's easy to do it's so much easier to ruin shit than it is to create shit. It's so much easier to be nasty and be malicious than it, than it is to, to seek diplomacy, to seek a, a way to compromise and progress. That's where progress comes from. It doesn't come from flipping the table because monopoly isn't going your way, you know? Sorry you landed on Park Place, but call, call me old school, but I don't think that uprooting the trees of society as a whole through brute force and the, this postmodernist um, scope of a, a power struggle that, that it's all okay, I don't think think that it's really a good idea. You're not really creating anything good while you're doing it, are you? Huh? Don't think so, right? Burning down local mom and pop stores because you 
think that the police are racist doesn't really coincide with my um, my deductive reasoning nor my uh, my logical constitution, right? Doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me how some people, anytime I've noticed this trend, right? I've noticed this trend that if something comes up that's abhorrent or despicable and is associated with anything left of center, not even fringe left, but left of center, and it comes up wrong, anything that there's a critique or criticism of it that's coming from this is deemed as right-wing criticism, right? So to give an example, there's this, I guess you would call it a movie. It's called Cuties on Netflix, right? A lot of people have heard of this, right? TV MA, it's a foreign film. So, I mean, of course it's, you know, artsy and intelligent. If you say anything other, otherwise, of course, I'm sure you're a, you're, you're a, a bigoted xenophobe. You probably hate children. That's, you're right. So this, this damn movie... Under the, it has this guise of, and guys, I'm using that as G U I S E, right? As in disguise, right? Under the under the guise of a critique on um, Western culture and uh, how it uh, exploits children, and how children see uh, uh, <laughs> a certain uh, things, and of course, uh, you know they that's it's. it's uh, natural for 11 year olds to have sexuality with them now again maybe maybe i was raised differently you know i i didn't grow up in 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 a in a petersburg right i didn't i i, I wasn't raised in pederast county i didn't i didn't go to uh you know um uh, 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 ped- pedophile elementary or any of this stuff so maybe I am closed minded in the modern scope of it but like I like I don't care so this movie right it, it has has 11 year old girls I believe there's four of them they're dressed pro- in uh, provocative attire they're gyrating as if they're adult entertainers there's scenes of them of like taking down their pants and uh, taking pictures of themselves. Now, uh, supposedly, I haven't watched this, right? This movie. I'm not going to. I canceled uh, Netflix. Um, they Also in this movie, supposedly, there's a topless scene of uh, one of the 11-year-old girls. There's a scene of them uh, dancing in front of grown men, right? Suggestively like that. Now the the original um, synopsis of the film had something like eleven uh, uh, year old whatever the character's name is joins a twerk dance group uh, against uh, their family's wishes or something like that. Now eleven year old was spelled uh, uh, with uh, in an integer format, right? So it was 1-1 one, one was how it was spelled. Now, after the first critique of this, it's because of a poster that was put out that shows 11-year-old girls, prepubescent girls, in exotic dancer poses, <coughs> wearing uh, uh, costumes of a similar attire. And they changed it to 11, then they spelled out the word, okay? E-L-E-V-E-N, right? I think... I think that's how you spell it. <laughs> but um, so there's something that happens with um, with our our brains and how we take in information, right? So how we take in the number eleven written out in English is a lot different than how we take in the number eleven written out numerically, right? They also changed the synopsis to mention that it was against. Uh, their conservative or right-wing family, and that it wasn't a twerk dance uh, crew. It was uh, something that had to do with uh, uh, liberating herself and coming of age and all this. There are publications, The Telegraph being one of them, who has uh, op-ed pieces defending this. Okay, now check this out. 
for the for the logical argument of you don't get it, Coulter. It's a it's this satire, right? A critique on how this is damage on how this is damaging to kids on the exploitation of kids through like uh, meme culture, TikTok culture, you know, twenty twenty culture, what whatever, right? If you're exploiting children in the process of doing it, I don't really think that the movie is what you say it is, right? So they still had to have these children perform these acts numerous times, right? Because they're filming it, right? They're filming this. You think they're going to get it all in one take? You ever worked on a set before? You think a movie is ever just conveniently filmed with everything in one take? Yes, again, not going to happen, right? So they're they're condemning um, exploiting children whilst exploiting children, right? The the movie, as far as I can see, seems to be softcore child porn that is marketed to uh, a. They're not progressive; it's regressive with this, but. As far as marketing terms, they call it this a uh, progressive uh, pedosexual, right? Or minor attracted persons, MAPS. This is a push to literally normalize a pedophilia. And to me, this, this is a really, really uh, 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 big wake-up call to a lot of people that think that like, like oh, that's ridiculous. Nobody, nobody supports like pedophilia. Bro, just because you don't support it doesn't mean people don't. There is a large movement of this, right? Now, whenever this other, these more, more critiques started coming out about it recently after all this stuff came out, they then started saying that it was uh, the Telegraph, I believe, included with this, that it was a right-wing attack, a, right, a right-wing activist movement that was against cuties, right? And then they started tying in all this QAnon stuff. Um, that's utter horseshit, man. Like, that's utter horseshit. Ped- pedophilia is not a right-wing, left-wing issue. Exploiting children is not a right-wing, left-wing issue. Have you lost your mind? Yet, there's, there's, there's something that's going on. There's something in the water, folks. And it's causing people not to be able to get past some some layer of their cognitive dissonance on something, right? So while while this nonsense is going on, and in the the media again, like they're they're pushing it, they're trying to promote this film, right? They're trying to promote this, and they can use you can use left outrage and right outrage as marketing campaigns to promote you know a, a controversial. Um, um, media, okay. The uh, let me get some water. Hang on. Although all the while this is going on, I don't think this is limited to to just this cuties thing, right? Okay, so here's something that I I find just kind of dumb <laughs> as far as me- media and something being in the water that is causing people not to not to think rationally okay now hands down the most polarizing or divisive subject in the country at present at present is the president it's trump the media has presented this as for for years now as a no nuanced discussion you're either all in or you're all out um this is this is this is this is a bad way to sort of view the world especially how to view politics right po- politics like it comes from policy right it comes from policy the word policy I don't, I don't really care too much what our narcissistic commander-in-chief has to tweet about, okay? He's a game show host, 
I don't care about that. I don't think that this whole culture war of identity politics is doing us any good. And I think the president knows that, and he loves stoking the fire because it'll get the news riled up. I do like that he has declared war on the mainstream news because it's bullshit, y'all. You shouldn't just watch news from these reality TV shows that take place in a newsroom. There are so many people online that you can get news from from different perspectives, right? So, I mean, like I like I like Tim Pool, I like Jimmy Dore, Kyle Kalinsky, um, even um, stuff that you know they're pushing propaganda out as well, but Al Jazeera and uh, RT, just because some things on there that are not political, they, 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 they've been keeping me up to date in the world while everything in American news cycle has been seemingly like about Trump since, you know, 2016. I don't think you should... If, we're, if all that they're wanting us to focus on is, is the superficial stuff, right? The social media stuff. His, his, his uh, bravado and uh, arrogance and uh, buffoonery as, as far as like the, the uh, what do they call it? The uh, dog and pony show? The, the political theater, right? Um, yet, policies with this asshole he um like prison reforms been going through like that's vitally vitally important to me right is getting more and more of our family members out of prison particularly those who are incarcerated due to anything having to do with the controlled substance act which is our drug laws right Anything stemming from that, I think it's a violation of our 10th Amendment. We didn't get a say-so in this, and I believe that we have autonomy of our bodies and that the 10th Amendment is a way that we can argue for that as rights not bestowed upon us by the first nine are, are given uh, to, the, uh, to the citizens by uh, the states or the people, Right? Anywho, I digress. So, like the the prison reform stuff is 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 really good. It's really good. It's also really good for the economy. Now, I'm not an economist, but he he got elected. The president got elected for his ostensibly the con man skills, right? Right. So he he's he's a you know he's a real estate gangster. Comes from New York. You you gotta hang with the big boys if you're gonna be a billionaire out of New York, and you know, like so. It's 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 a it's a crime mob against another crime mob. Nobody nobody's virtuous in this game, folks. Nobody's virtuous in politics. Nobody's clean in politics. Everybody's corrupt. Everybody's done corruption. Okay, so we 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 gotta we gotta quit looking at everything through that. Now, why am I bringing this up? So, the the president he has brokered uh, three peace deals. I believe just in the past, like in the in the past uh, couple of uh, weeks, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I believe one was between uh, Kosovo and Serbia, whose conflict. I believe the escalation of it or the height of it started back in the Clinton years, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure it goes back older than that. I haven't read up on it in in ages, so you know, don't hold me to that. Um, also with uh, Israel and the United Arab Emirates, right? And uh, there's Israel and... Uh, where's Bahrain? I think somewhere. Anyway, with, with, with Israel, which is... Um, for those for those who don't know, you know Israel is one of the uh, 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 m- uh, most aggressive uh, countries milita- uh, militaristically in the world, right? Uh, I, w- I would put them in the in the top five. Obviously, uh, you know the U.S. and China and Russia are 
up there uh, with them. Um, but uh, uh, Trump uh, brokered these deals, uh, you know, uh, peace agreements between Israel and some of these uh, other nations uh, there in the uh, in the uh, uh, Arab world, in the Arabian Peninsula, right? So he got he got nominated for uh, for the first one. Somebody I think in Belgium nominated Trump for a Nobel Peace Prize, <laughs> which is just hilarious. It's hilarious to think that. And this guy, this this game show host, right? That the media has has spent just you know, claiming the the worst human being that is that could possibly ever exist, right? And they've done nothing but double down on this over and over on this narrative, is as <laughs> now brokered between at least uh, four different nations on three separate. Uh, peace uh, deals. Why? Because I imagine he he found a way for it to be um, financially beneficial for all parties involved. Because at the end of the day, money talks and bullshit walks, right? I've never seen bullshit walk, but then again, it's all bullshit, baby. So he then got nominated for a second like Trump got nominated for a second Nobel Prize and <laughs> these, these <laughs> like it's hilarious and not not that like it's side stitching funny but that it's 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 so funny it's like almost causes you to lose your mind it's insane the media is now pushing this woke left media is pushing that it's time to end the Nobel Peace Prize. (laughs) It's run its course. Peace is done. If Trump can win a peace award, it's done. It's just done. These assholes want to watch the world burn before they would say anything like, you know, I don't like Trump, but that's a good idea. Or he did a good job. He's an asshole, but he did a good job with this. We don't have that anymore, right? We don't have that anymore. And and dare I say that when it comes to some of my uh, you know fine friends that are are more uh, more towards the left wing of the bird is what they favor, right? That. They will take the baby in the bathwater with the orange man bad narrative all the way to the grave. It does not matter what he did, right? Does not matter what he did. And I can only imagine the wrath (laughs) that these people feel. <laughs> like I don't think he's gonna win, mind you. If he do- if if Donald Trump does win a Nobel Peace Prize, the heartiest laugh I will have at that, my friend. I am telling you. But like, like it's so ludicrous that like the, the Babylon Bee had a really it's you know a satire like the Onion, right? They had a really good uh, uh, a post that said that. Uh, uh, something to the effect that uh, Donald Trump uh, hadn't had as many drone strikes as Obama yet, so he he didn't deserve the peace prize. <laughs> it's also hilarious because, like, you know, we're, we're he's the president of the U.S. Like, we're, we still like we still got like shit going on in Yemen, Saudi Arabia, right, with uh, uh, Israel and uh, uh, Palestine. Like we're like we still got like the shady shit going on, and like another president, <laughs> they talk about giving him a Nobel Peace Prize, like oh, <laughs> the solution is now that like there's there's no need for it. There's no need for it. This this is why one of my biggest critiques I have about why why I why I dislike. What I rather dislike about Trump is, and the effect that his presidency, though it, though it has brought change to America, can't deny that, folks. But 
He is not a uniter at all. And neither is the media. They're, they're just as bad, right? This... Uh, we're, we're, it'll be a lot better for me to un- unpack some politics when I, whenever I have guests on and whatnot, you know. But, I mean, just as far as, like, me speaking for me and as me. Like, I'm... With most... Most things you come up and you talk to me about um, politically, um, with a lot of things you'll find me on the left. Like you will. Um, you know the uh, the belief. I, I I don't believe that um, possession of a controlled substance is a crime. There's no victim. It's a victimless crime. So I believe that locking anybody up under that is unconstitutional. Um, I think everybody, every inmate that has been locked up for possession, I'm not talking about trafficking uh, drugs or anything like that. Uh, I don't have enough knowledge on that to unpack that. But as far as possession, these folks don't need to be in jail, man. They don't need to be locked up. They need to be free. People that need to be locked up are the same people that uh, think that the movie Cuties is heroic, you know? <laughs> like, that, that's... I'm being hyperbolic, but, you know, like, pedophiles, people that hurt children, people that, like, hurt other people, that, you know, you know that um, steal and, you know, commit arson. Like, the, these, these are crimes. And the, the argument of... Of property being replaceable, <laughs> like that's a really sweet argument until somebody destroys your house, man. You know, like I, I like I've lost a house to arson. I've I've lost a home to violence. Photographs, they're gone. I can't replace those. Um, there's heirlooms I had from dead relatives. They're gone. I can't replace those. There is. Uh, band memorabilia that I had you know uh, one was a water bottle that Chris Cornell handed to me at a concert it's gone you know his autograph I had uh, as well it's gone he's gone you know um, artwork that I did artwork that other people gave me you know thing, things are truly unique right like like gone aside from that even on a materialistic sense all my stuff. Like I, I, I worked, I worked hard, like years, to accumulate stuff. You know, it was, it was all gone, all gone from an arsonist. So I, I, this notion of these folks setting fire to people's businesses, as far as it, like, like yeah, 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 you know, fight the system, end it. Yeah, that's that's really great until somebody burns down your shit, you know? It's not a peaceful protest. It's not peaceful, for one, and it's not a protest. You're just committing arson. You're ruining something. You're destroying something. Something that somebody else had, right? Now, under the this this uh the umbrella of 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 Marxism and all of the uh, philosophical uh, uh, garbage that can be found in there. You know, uh, proper, property. Nobody has property. You know, you can't. You can't own property. It belongs. It belongs to everybody. Right, right. The, the these are these are wrong ideas, man. Like these are these are these are bad ideas. Like I said, it takes people a long time, sometimes a lifetime. To, to build up their dream, right? Like there, man, there was, like there's, there's, there's artworks and letters that I had from friends that are dead. Like they're gone now. Uh, like, and, you know, I, I can't remember what they said and some of the, some of the, you know, the paintings and drawings, like they're just, they're just memories. That's all they are. And I get that everything fades, right? But whenever we're talking about we want to make the world a more, you know, uh, place that presents a more equitable opportunity for people, right? 
like like and have it have it have us progress and be prosperous right we 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 want our plant to be bountiful we want all of us to to be to to have bounty and be able to you know share the wealth with others we're we're not going to get that if if we just burn the world down and we're definitely not going to get that if we let these fucks burn the world down okay nothing good is going to come from what they're doing Nothing good is going to come from showing up to a restaurant and screaming through a megaphone at people, flipping over tables and whatnot. How brave, so brave, so woke, so so stunning. My goodness. It's really awesome. If if you want to if you want to make America better, and I do believe this, two things. One, it's not going to happen overnight, right? Radical change is an explosion, right? It's a, it's 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 a forest fire burning down. Gradual change is whenever the spring comes back around again, and the forest blooms and blossoms even further than it had the previous season, the previous year, you know, the previous spring. Two, in America, they they want to tell you that, well, your vote doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all it's all just bullshit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you vote for. That's not true. It's not true. There's a game show host who, who became president. Everybody said that he couldn't make it in. They called him racist, rapist, um, Nazi, xenophobe. Uh, like any 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 smear tactic, mudslinging tactic you can use, right? It didn't work. And I think that resonated with a lot of people. It definitely angered a lot of people, but what really resonated was that, how can this happen? And the reason how I think it happened is because there were more people, as far as in uh, more widely spread out areas, that were not listening to the TV man. They weren't telling them what to do. Or, you know, they, they didn't do what they were telling they should do and what was wise for them to do. So these people that these quote-unquote anarchists, uh, to me it just seems like mob rule, right? It's a barbarian horde, authoritarians. Do it or else, right? Yeah. Get your fucking guns, people. I'm telling you, man, get your fucking guns. Fucking protect your own. Protect your family. <laughs> Cops ain't going to do it for you. They're taking money away from police departments. Arguably, we need police reform desperately in this country. Desperately need police reform. And yeah, there are pigs that are in uh, law enforcement. But there are pigs in every profession. And there's pigs in every ideological group, too. Right? They're there. You're friends with some pigs as well. I know, I found pigs before in my friends group. Yeah, I'm not vegan though, so we eat bacon in this household. But if you're gonna learn to play the system, right? And you start a political movement, an honest political movement that is gonna bring about change. Identity politics is the illusion of change, right? If we we uh, elect the first non-binary, non-gendered, trans-species, purple-skinned president in 2028, right? That doesn't mean that they're going to do a good job or a bad job. It doesn't mean the country's going to fare well or fare poorly. It just means that you have a non-binary, trans-species, purple-skinned president. That's all it means. That's all it means. It's not doing anything. We need to be doing stuff. Like this is, Society is so precious. And you see what's going on in some of these cities where lawlessness happens, and then 
Aaron, what's what's that asshole's name? Wheeler in Portland? I think that's the mayor's name. I could be wrong. But <laughs> you know, tweeting out all this, you know, stuff like supporting the protesters, right? And I'm using air quotes with that because the mob joins the protests to get cover. The protesters aren't going to stop the mob in the middle of their protest because it's a mob. What are they going to do? It's getting people like riled up. These are agent provocateurs that are coming in and they're wreaking havoc. But anyway, this Wheeler asshole, the mayor, um, joins them. You know, he, he calls off the police, tells the police that they have to they have to police this situation differently, right? Gets no support from them. They start uh, uh, committing vandalism, start committing arson. Um, anybody that is arrested, the local uh, DA starts bailing them out, right? Or dropping the charges, rather. They drop the charges. Some of them even have numbers that are written on their arms that are given to them in case you get bailed out. This is a charity organization set up, or get arrested, excuse me, in case you get arrested. This is a charity organization set up to bail you out, no questions asked. Like t- uh, Today, I read something from uh, the Seattle Independent that said there was this uh, one guy, he was an arsonist, who was setting fires in Washington next to the highway, right? Where it's, you know, it's, it's supposed to be, all, all, all of it is a, from what I understand, all of it's global warming and then one gender reveal party. Like that's the narrative, right? Yeah, and anytime every every time uh, anytime everybody agrees on the narrative and that's what they're telling you, they're probably not telling you the truth, right? So this guy today um, gets arrested and then is bailed out, and 90 minutes later he's arrested again. The arsonist arrested again. This uh, Wheeler back in back south in Oregon in Portland, he joins the protest himself. Right? <laughs> they attack him because duh, duh. They're protesting in your city. You're in charge. They're protesting, and you're what? Oh, I'm gonna stand with them in solidarity, dude. You're who they're protesting against. You're the man. You're the authority. You think you think they're gonna what they're gonna listen to you and reelect you because you came down and held a sign that said Black Lives Matter? They 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 don't give a shit about that. You're the mayor, so they, of course they attacked him. And then you know a few weeks later, they show up to his, the building of his apartment, like his condo in the lobby, like they're like trying to like burn down his apartment, and, like call him out, <laughs> like. This is not normal. This is not how you run a city, right? And I think a lot of this is, again, it's like this something in the water, right? Almost like Trump derangement syndrome where these officials are just like, like no, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to do anything. I think they just want to do it to take advantage of a crisis and make the president look weak. Either that or goad the federal government into sending in the military, Right, using the Insurrection Act, which, whew, horrible idea, horrible idea, especially before an election, horrible idea. But you know, we'll see what happens with that. Fuck, man, everything's so backwards this year, dude. <coughs> People have been so mean and rotten to each other. I thought we were going to be like coming together through like this, you know, this COVID crisis. So many people, so many of y'all, man, just got so polarized. Just being nasty to, you know, your brothers and sisters. Like, what? We can't, we can't treat each other like that, man. Talking to each other like that. Like, I saw on Facebook two people that they've known each other for arguably close to a decade. And I know them. I'm pals with both of them. One of them's very left wing one was very right wing and then certain people just because of uh, the position of the right wing these other people started chiming in on a discussion 
and started using all these nasty words and terms and calling them like, you know, like all these like horribly like derogatory words for lack of a better term, right? Now, the, the debate and discussion that was going on previous to this was, 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 was there, there was nothing, um, what's the word? I mean, amicable? Is that what I'm looking for? I mean, it was friendly. You know, you could tell they were definitely disagreeing, but nobody was passing insults or anything. But then as soon as other people started chiming in with the insults, then the entire thread just got toxic and everyone was started chiming in. And then people started chiming in talking about uh, <laughs> one guy actually said if you don't for for this uh, for this particular person not supporting like burning down buildings that they uh, couldn't wait until the day when they were uh, they themselves were set on fire and so they could sit back and laugh like what the hell man like if you were looking at this person in the eye. Right? Just just the two of you in a room. You wouldn't say that to them, I bet. Or even more so if you were looking at them in the eye in front of, let's say, their church. You know, they're atheistic, right? Let's say they're 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 uh their local center club or <laughs> whatever um <laughs> however uh uh secular uh religions work out uh, secular non-theistic religions work on their weekly meetups you know but i mean point being is that like we don't communicate with each other this way normally right so i i, I think the um i I, th- I think this podcast has been a good idea like i i i i i, I truly do um, I've I've learned a lot about myself and uh, you know other people and their perspectives and and, and I think I think it can do good. Communication can do us so good, man. You know, like it's communication is is foreplay for enlightenment. Okay, and and it's it's crucial that we not. We not we not give that up for convenience, right? And it's also crucial we not give that up for validation. There's a lot of things that, and again, I'm not I'm not a left leaning person by any means. Um, like like I'm you know I'm incredibly uh, pro Second Amendment two A all the way. Not a uh, a very left wing position. I'm a financially and with taxes, I'm I'm pretty conservative, to be honest with you. On my political, what, what, what's, whatever the diagram is, you know, where you land politically, I land on a, um, <laughs> as a progressive conservative, whatever the hell that means, um, or a, uh, I guess it was, it's like a diet libertarian, you know. So I mean, I, I don't know what that means, man. You just. It depends on what we're talking about. You know, yeah. As, at, it, if we're talking First Amendment, I, I think First Amendment, our First Amendment is vital, absolutely vital. It's, I'm like pro First Amendment, no, no matter what, right? So even people I despise that have poison in their tongue, and they want to whistle and whisper and scream and shout and divulge their their poisonous rhetoric out into the world. And that's fine. They have every right to do that, right? I can't take away their right to have ideas and communicate them. All of us have that right. It's God-given right. But I don't have to listen to it. I don't have to encourage it. And I don't have to have them on my podcast at all. I don't want to have like people like that. I want like, I want I want this like the whole podcast to be like something something positive you know people enjoy nobody nobody that is of a sound mind listens to a podcast and says you know what I want to really really be sad today I want to be really bored I want to just sort of sit back and just become the couch 
I'll be one with the couch. I'll be one with my desk and just sit there in existential dread, just listening to just like nope nobody wants that like you know like i want i want the, <laughs> I, I want to be like a positive experience you know listen to a podcast right i like i like listening to podcasts whenever i'm learning something or gaining insight or laughing i like all those things so i i think that you know like we gotta be able to talk to one another man we can't we can't keep these masks on forever I think a lot of y'all know that. And a lot of the a lot of these masks they're figurative and they're literal. But we've we've got a lot of folks that we, there's a there's a fair amount of cognitive dissonance in the air, right? And a lot of people don't want to deal with it. And some of it is important. Right, and it directly affects us. Some of it's more philosophical, and you know, it's 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 not going to affect anything in the grand scheme of things. You know, I mean, maybe it will, but I you know I doubt it. It's whether there was or there was not a um, a giant mud flood catastrophe that brought in the new world order sometime after the post Renaissance era is not going to affect my world locally <laughs> you know what i mean like like these type of like old world conspiracies they, they they're not going to affect me like that but the idea of like communicating with each other that's like that can you know and again like words are powerful there's magic in our words they can communicate and we can we can talk ideas and nuance out and it, it works a lot better whenever we we're sitting with somebody so we can look them in 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 their eye and we can, you know, we can hear them. We can vibe with them. You can smell the other person, right? You can, you can see their body language. You, you know, you, there's an energy you get from having them laugh in person with you. And the way I see the, uh, the world, uh, it's being encouraged as a possibility that here's uh, where we can go to is an utterly divisive world. We're not we're not that divided yet. We can definitely become f- more divided. Um, man, it's a uh, kind of a frightening time to be alive. But if we, you know, if we're if we're talking with each other and we're being honest with uh, with each other and being real with each other, just putting our cards on the table. We can gain perspective to something we may not have known. You know, we can um, can learn something that we hadn't considered before. We can change our mind on stuff, right? I've changed my mind a lot over the years, a lot. And some of the stuff I knew, quote unquote, I knew for for sure, for sure, dude. It is true, hundred percent, and I was wrong dead wrong but I don't think like I'm I think I think bad things bad seeds are being sowed and it's possible they can blossom right however there are more good seeds that are planted right and some of us have all like we're already blossoming we're, we're fully flourished and we have to we have to start making a conscientious decision that's bigger than the election that's bigger than the president that's bigger than any any of our our petty differences or our bullshit arguments that we have online with people we have to start really asking do we want to make the world a better place or do we want it to be cast into ruin and see if we survive and then see if we can rebuild so again insurgency right it's really easy to do 
It's really easy to just destroy something. It's really easy to be shitty to people. It's really easy to be nasty to people. But it's better if you're kind to people. It's better if you do something that'll be more prosperous in the long run. Good things come to those who wait. And I believe the best is still yet to come. Thanks for listening.